Welcome to Constant Struggle. I'm Nick Watson. And I'm oh, what? What's happening? No, no, that's okay. Let's try that again. That was way too much. That was a lot. <laughs> Welcome to Constant Struggle. I'm Nick Watson. And I'm Bree Watson. We've got a great episode today, a great interview with our buddy Heather. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, yeah, Nick, why don't we do our last check-in of 2022? Well, before, I feel uh, like I feel like I'm turning a corner and I'm gonna get back to the editing i've done a little bit since oh. uh since talking to yourself and uh and heather mm-hmm. um yeah That's good news yeah and i've got some short story ideas as well Ooh. yeah and i've been listening to podcasts about cults Oh, fascinating! Oh, are I get, you gonna write something about a cult? Do you think? I think I think I will. I think I'm gonna make Fun. a short story about a for-profit cult run by a corporation. So that's Ooh. just like one of the many services they offer is a cult. <laughs> Do people like people know? Well, they have. A, it's run by a corporation. No, 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 no. The the corporation, you know, because that would people don't want that. They want an authentic mm-hmm. cult experience. Yeah. So the cult, uh, you know, they put out a casting call for somebody who's very engaging, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all the culty things. Mm. So uh, is this like the leader they're recruiting? Yeah, they recruit the leader. But the, the trick for a corporation when you're running a cult is to make sure that all the stuff is legal. You don't want them abusing children in any way, physical or, uh, you know, sexual. Psychological, no. you could probably get Instead away with a bit longer. you want to teach them improv. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, Yeah. Um, so that's going to be the short story. I, I don't know how I'm going to frame it yet. I'm thinking it might be like um, the CEO showing an investor like what, like just this branch of their corporation. And this is our cult. Mm. And oh, it, you, you know, could totally see Elon leading cultiness. Uh, Mia, yeah, he could lead a cult, but I don't think you'd be good enough to run one at a distance corporate wise to just to make profit and uh, avoid legal entanglations. Oh yeah. He's not so great at avoiding legal entanglements. No, no, because he's uh, as the French call, les incompetents. Okay. How are you doing, Brie? Well, I'm a, I'm a kind of resting, <laughs> not really, but like there's not a ton of shows that I'm doing right now seems like it's the end of and all the teaching is kind of on hold for the uh holidays but mm-hmm. starting back up again in january yeah we're gonna be and, commuter buddies yeah i don't know i took the train i didn't like it i might uh so now i found out a friend of mine who also works at second city and lives in hamilton is teaching at the same time as i oh, am. sure so we're probably just gonna split the cost of parking and car share still drive yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that takes one car off the road for the distance of Hamilton to Toronto. Yeah. Um, as far as shows go in the new year, we're in this summer. I'm hoping to do the Hamilton Fringe again. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, that was so, fun. Yeah. So Dave Lottie and I, or Dave Hyde Lottie, who we've had on the podcast, but. Lottie. Yeah. So he and I are finally going to put on our sketch show, provided everything goes well with the venue that we've spoken to at Mm -hmm. uh, the Hamilton Fringe, because we didn't get into Toronto Fringe, because it's very difficult to get into Toronto Fringe. Apparently only like 10% of the people who apply get into Toronto Fringe, which is crazy. It's a lot of people. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, and we're continuing to do shows down here. Well, we've got a big show tomorrow night 
which is uh, New Year's Eve. Where, Mate? Niagara. Yeah, Mate. Ma- um, Mate. So I don't know. I don't know when this episode is going to come out, but either way, uh, we're doing a New Year's Eve show. That's what I've got coming up. More improv, more stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully more more acting and, and that kind of stuff because it was pretty cool to go to Slovenia this year. <laughs> I don't know. I keep thinking about like writing stuff and I don't know. I don't know about the new year and as far as writing goes. I don't oh. know how much, you know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, you're doing more performancing. Exactly. Getting paid for it, unlike writing. Yeah. Lousy yeah. cheap like, writing. The thing about writing is that it I don't know. It, there's like there's the writing and then there's the finding the people you have to connect with to get jobs writing. Yeah. And, and there seems to be a pretty big gap or disconnect there that I seem to be missing. So who knows? Who knows what next year will bring? Adventure? Yeah. But this isn't, I don't know. This isn't even supposed to be our 2022 recap episode, but we're sounding very New Year's Eve, Nick. Well, I mean, it's freaking New Year's, dude. You're right. What are you going to do? What am I going to do? Wow. I'm going to have a show at Mate and celebrate Greenland New Year. Any resolution ideas? I like to do a lighthouse word. I've had this conversation before. Lighthouse word. Instead of a resolution, Mm -hmm. it's like a word Mm. that you use as a focus for your whole year. Sure. Oh, can I? I got one for me. Yeah. What is it? Incremental. Oh, okay. Go into that. Yeah. Just like little tiny baby steps every day and Mm. like, you know, stay off because I'm, I've pulled off of social media a little bit and noticed like, oh, I was just losing complete hours to it. Mm -hmm. And it sucks. There's no fun in it. And Mm -hmm. there, you don't get anything out of it basically. Mm. Whereas if I do a little bit of editing every day, at least I have that same with a physical activity. You gotta read that James Clear book I've been telling you about. Going clear. Yeah. It's all about only drinking clear liquids. Mm -hmm. Including Zima. My word is going to be heart. Oh, like the like the band. You're gonna focus on their discography this year. (laughs) Yeah. I don't remember what song that was, but that's just her voice. Try to understand. Is that them? This magic man heart. What swingers this week, too? (laughs) Come on, home girl. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, so heart. Uh, Yeah, heart in that. Oh, it is heart. Thank goodness. (laughs) I had to do a check. Um, So heart in that last year, my uh, doctor was like, you don't want to have high blood pressure. So here are some things that you can do that are healthy, mm. heart healthy. Here are ways you can eat and things that you can do that are heart healthy. So health wise heart, but then also, um, you know, trying to be more loving of people Ugh. <laughs> in, in a world, in a world, in a world. Yeah. Trying to get my Brene Brown on, you know, okay well good luck with that just jumping in here this is like a post after edit edit it's brie at the time i don't think i could really convey what i was thinking of of the second part of heart 
And that was following the heart. Um, so just throwing this in there. Nobody else is here. It's just me as in the editing booth, which is just my computer. But anyway, following my heart. Okay, back to the episode. Well, Bree, speaking of heart, our guest mm-hmm. this week. <laughs> yeah, huge heart. Big old heart. heart. No, healthy size, <laughs> correct no, size. size. Heart. Yeah, yep. normal size. And she knows exercise. how to keep it healthy. There you go. Keep it pumping because she is a fitness coach and an improviser uh, and, uh, and, and a buddy of mine and uh, now a buddy of Nick's and soon to be a buddy of yours, folks. Hey. Enjoy this episode, a wonderful interview with our pal, Heather Iman. Welcome. No. Oh. One and all. God. Do the NPR right. thing. No. <laughs> I think it needs to be further up your nose, the microphone. Yeah, there you go. That's better. I was thinking the other day that. <laughs> <laughs> Does it sound scrunchy, scrunchy? No. no. It's okay. Just sounds intimate and close. Oh, good. That's what I. That's the kind of space I hope to live in. Live in. <laughs> Encourage. People live in all sorts of spaces. <laughs> all right. No, I don't the want to do NPR pod. <laughs> I love NPR, NPR pod. Our guest uh, is a fitness instructor. Our guest is a facilities management professional. Our guest is an improviser. I'm going back to NPR. I can't stop. I think it's because I'm so close. Anyway, uh, put your heads together, world, for Heather Iman. Yay! Yay! (laughs) I said fitness instructor. I don't know if that's what I would call you, though. Like health professional? Fitness professional? Anyway, the other episode that we had, Nick was like, ow, my back hurts. I want to talk to somebody who knows about things like that. And I was like, I got just the person. She She happens to be great at improv, too. Two birds, one Heather. Here she is. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. That's very, that's very kind. <laughs> Two birds, one Heather. That's right. Oh, uh, we found there's the name, the name of the, of the pod. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you it. Easy, right? In the first five minutes. Fantastic. Done. Heather, what can we do for Nick's back? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I would argue that that's not within my scope of practice. <laughs> um, oh, no. <laughs> Darn it! That was whole reason for, for this. <laughs> Good night. Um, uh, no, we want to be careful not to diagnose. That's um, that's uh, that's for doctors and alone. Um, but movement in general, good for good for backs, good for you know your whole body. Did you listen yeah. to the episode that we had where we're like, oh, so the cure for anything is just to keep moving? And uh, come on, give me a break. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That was the no. gist of it, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, so I got to eat healthy and exercise. That's bold. Great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, making making coffee count as exercise. How much? I coffee? guess it depends on how how fast you make it, oh. and how heavy the can of beans are. Is if you're doing your own grinding. That's right. Yep. Right. Like a- Smash it in my fist! 
definitely definitely All of these things are part of a, a balanced exercise regime <laughs> Uh, no, seriously, Heather, tell us about yourself. Tell us. Uh... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, uh, fitness uh, professionals, fine, or health professional. I, I'm a, a coach, I guess uh, you could say. Um, a kinesiologist? At, uh... Well, actually, technically no longer. Um, uh... I, I did graduate uh, from, uh, I have my master's in professional kinesiology, but I did recently uh, cancel that's not, not the right renew. word, but not renew. do not renew my my membership within with the with the college. So uh, oh. it was it's it's quite expensive, um, and at the at the moment was not the uh, wasn't what I was looking for. So, but uh, so yes, I can't call myself a kinesiologist anymore. But I am a graduate of kinesiology. An unlicensed kinesiologist. <laughs> no, no, that also <laughs> sounds bad. What? <laughs> Rogue kinesiologist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it would be nice if the uh, if there was a little bit more um, knowledge of kinesiology and of what happens and what uh, what that profession does, but uh, not not for right now. I think um, we had a class in high school. So. It was kinesiology, and it was basically if you want to study this, you're going to be a gym teacher. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of true, right? <laughs> Mo yeah, I'd say like the majority of people who I went to school with where I either went to um, into like physiotherapy or uh, athletic therapy or something or went were going to the education route. That was kind of the, at least when I did it, that was sort of the, where you went after that. You needed to do something more beyond it. You're a coach. Coach, fitness coach, yes. Fitness coach. How long you been doing that? Um, since uh, 2018, so five years. Yeah. yeah, coming up right on five years, actually. Oh, did you have to do it all online during the dark times? Oh, we were online, offline, outside, hybrid, oh. indoor, outside. It was like uh, all over the place. So, yeah, we, we did keep up and do um, like uh, online classes. Uh, yeah. And then when we were able to be outside and get together, we would do that. And then there was times when like we had certain numbers. So you could do kind of like a hybrid model. So. Yeah. Right. Well, fortunately, you're you're well versed in improvising as well, so you're able to adapt to these <laughs> this, changing times. Very true. I think I um, one of the hardest things was like getting used to people. What people stare at you on, like when they're on Zoom, it's like a different feeling, and it's very like it gave me almost stage fright the first few times. Like I was so ah. concerned. Because because people have this sort of blank expression when they're taking in what you're saying, and then you start going, "Oh, they they don't like me. They don't they oh. like, what, I don't know what I'm saying." Like, uh, so that was a bit of like a <laughs> something to overcome. This is while you were coaching. Yeah, coaching. Because uh, I guess I mean when we were doing improv online, we couldn't uh, couldn't see the audience, but coaching we could see people because you need to watch them. Um, as they're doing stuff but I found that really challenging at first just mm -hmm. like getting used to having everyone staring at me like that you got over it I think so <laughs> <laughs> um okay right. I was gonna say, teach us something right now and and see if we judge you <laughs> oh gosh okay uh you don't actually we never do this we just <laughs> so, people perform <laughs> I know. I'm putting Heather on the spot because I find it enjoyable <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Full disclosure, Nick. Heather learned improv during the pandemic. 
Oh, okay. Why don't you just before just and then before. into? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you tell us about your improv journey a little bit? Sure, yeah. Yeah. Was it coaching journey and your improv journey? <laughs> was it tied into your work, or was it just something you've uh, fancied learning? No, I, yeah, I just, uh, I just decided, I fancied learning. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go out and learn me some improv. Um, I, I, uh, I was looking for something creative at the time. Mm. Uh, I wanted to do something and um, I was just honestly just Googling around and I came across uh, Improv Niagara. And oh, um, Google works, everybody. Google ads. <laughs> there you go. There you go. SEO right at the top of the charts uh-huh. there. And uh, it happened to be uh, a class, an intro class. I had done some improv um, and some acting in in high school, but not since then. Um, And yeah, so I just signed up and and showed up, and and that was the uh, that was the end of that. It was all the all uphill, downhill from there. That sounds bad either way. It was uh, down the slide. Who uh, taught that class, Heather? Uh, taught by a wonderful instructor. Uh, you may have heard of her, Bree Watson. Oh, that's <laughs> you, Bree. Sure is. Yeah, so that's where I met Bree, and uh, yeah, I just absolutely loved it and kept going, kept doing the classes. You say and that then, again uh, because you cut out, and it sounded like you sorry. Did. I absolutely loved. <laughs> I uh, I absolutely loved it. I uh, kept doing the classes, and uh, here we are. Right. I think keep the first take where it sounds like Heather puked all over the mic. I was your first time. Yeah. I felt so uh, sick. <laughs> yeah. See improv nerves. Uh, okay. Well documented. They're intense. Where was it back then, Brie? Back in the before times. Why don't you ask Heather, our improv guest? No, oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was at the um, community center. Does it have a, it has a name? Sure does. Kiwanis. Kiwanis Center. Yes, the Kiwanis Shout Center. Kiwanis Club. In beautiful St. Catharines, the Garden City. Okay. <laughs> what are the Kiwanises? <laughs> There's like a, it's like a community organization, like the Rotary. Okay. Like so I get the Rotary. They installed phones back in the 1800s. But what is a Kiwanis? <laughs> what a Rotary? <laughs> no. <Kiwanis? that> is- <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> Yeah, they're a, a non-profit. I believed it. <laughs> that's the that's the power. So it's like the lions or the shriners. Yes. Is it like that? Okay. So it's like a, a bunch of do-gooders to pursue creative ways to serve oh. the needs of children through local service projects. I used to play hockey for a Kiwanis, like in a Kiwanis league. Yeah, that makes sense because that's like youth sports. Because the Rotary Club also has like a youth component where they get kids from all over to go stay with kids from all you know what i mean like they do exchanges so that a Mm. kid could go live in another country for a year and learn about oh that must be the rotation they're talking about maybe that's the rotary i know people who are in the rotary club are called rotarians that's fun Mm. are they yeah we're all learning something today oh my god it has to do with heather so let's go back to (laughs) that's okay that's okay this is interesting it's more interesting than me oh no that's okay I mean, oh God. <laughs> not in a negative way. Community organizations are more important well, than my individual self. Well, wow. I mean, physical health and improvisation is very important to Heather. Yes, yes obviously. <laughs> anyway, let's get back on track. Heather, are you in the Niger region? Yes. I'm guessing, yes, I yeah. Live, I live in Welland right now, but I oh. pretty much live just all over the Niger region. <laughs> nice. But you're yep. from Niagara on the Lake, correct? Uh, correct. Yes. 
Oh, that's what? a step down in the world. <laughs> I lived what? on the very, the very border of St. Catharines and Niagara-on-the-Lake. So it was like almost technically St. Catharines. Uh, and I did everything in St. Catharines. So it was oh. more of a, more farm land, less uh, Prince of Wales. <laughs> oh, I love the Prince of Wait, have I been there? Yeah, I've been there. Uh, it is a little quainty, a little ye oldy. We're not sponsored the by them, right? <laughs> only place with a Lord Mayor. They're the right. only place in the world with a Lord Mayor. Wait, uh, they don't have Lord Mayors in England? Fact check me right now. Where is there a Lord Mayor? In, what do they have? Just regular mayors in London? The Well, they used to be Lord Mayors. Oh, but now in, they're just mayors. In London. I don't know. Heather sounded pretty. Like she, she had I that did, right? fact down. <laughs> but, is that Lord Mayor is the title of a mayor. Uh, for a city in the Commonwealth realm, Lord Mayor of London. Yeah, uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's only in Canada. More See, this why I said fact check. <laughs> you know, the dissemination of unverified facts is a real yes, problem. It's, it's, it's brutal, <laughs> <laughs> it's a major hindrance to like political discourse. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, if you're not careful, you're going to wind up as owning a social media. <laughs> Yeah. platform by the time this is done <laughs> elon gave it to heather <laughs> oh my god i hope you have 40 billion lying around oh my god what a shit show <laughs> all right tell us about that journey then what was little heather like in niagara on the lake what kind of little things did little heather like <laughs> the journey uh, I was uh Tell us about sports. the dodge journey of your life. The dodge journey of my life. Or the band uh, journey. Or the band journey. Oh, I, I did everything. Like I did every single thing I could I could. I played every sport I could. I uh played I played so many musical instruments and I'm terrible at all of them. Oh I well. never got any <laughs> good at any of them. List the instruments. Piano. Yep. Saxophone, <gasps> guitar, drums. Sick. That was it. Any flute? Yeah. <laughs> no flute. Wait, no Brie, did we play the flute or was that like a fucking piccolo or something? We had to play what was that thing? A recorder. To, the a recorder? Oh, I did also add recorder to my there list. There you go. <laughs> In French, it's called the flute de did you play hot cross buns? That's what everybody played. I played that in music class in grade nine, but we did. I'm not sure. I, to we joy. Oh, to joy was huge in our school for the for the recorder. Yep. <laughs> so why didn't you? But I've heard you play the drums. You're a good drummer. Not really. Okay. I mean, so I'm... is it that? <laughs> is it that you learned a bunch of musical instruments? You say you're not good at them, but you're actually quite competent at them. You just have too high of an expectation of yourself. <laughs> in this case, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think my musical, I think I have like a knowledge of music and like a baseline knowledge of it. Oh, so you did bass it. as well then? Uh, yes. Yeah. That was my bass impression. I don't know what that was. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> thank, thank you. We'll, we'll allow thank that you. one. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> and what sports um, were you playing? Uh, I played hockey and baseball. Uh, in school, I did volleyball and basketball. In high school, I did um, track and field. I did all the throwing sports, javelin, discus, and uh, shot put. I actually went to Offsa for, for javelin. Sick. Uh, yeah. Did you win? 
Uh, no, not at Asa. You were I didn't at place Asa. there. But you, yeah, yeah. I was at Asa. I, uh, I came uh, first at Sasa. So. There you go. There you go. Yes. yes what school Sasa. did you go to? What's the one out there? Is it, I want to say Crosby, just, but. Uh, no, I went to Sorenston. I actually went okay. to, I was supposed to go um, to, uh, to um, uh, Niagara District. Um, that was the high school in, in Niagara on the Lake. But uh, because I did French immersion, I went to Sir Winston oh. in St. Catharines. Yeah. Oh, cool. Frimersion. That's another thing that I struggle with is the French language. <laughs> wow. Musical instruments. You didn't struggle at sports. Certainly not throwing sports. Soccer champion. <laughs> No, they're pretty good at the sports. We're here with Sasa champion. What year was it? Oh gosh. I don't remember I don't remember what year it would either have been 2005 or 2006. We were 2005, 2006 Sasa champion, Heather Iman. Champion of the javelin. Mm -hmm. yes. That's dangerous at a distance yeah. of how many meters? <laughs> I want to say like it was somewhere 20, 25, 26 wow. meters, something like that. that. Fact, you can't fact check that. So who knows if that's right. <laughs> we'll allow that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, I would have loved to have tried the javelin if our school could afford one. I don't think having javelins available in Welland was a good idea. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Maybe use it to break into yeah. cars. With, with the giant <laughs> bong war of 97. There were bongs? No, bong. Bong. <laughs> the bong wars. The bong war. <laughs> well, yeah, you're living in Welland now. You must have seen a couple of the bong wars. They're still going on. <laughs> it rages to this day. I, I can't say. I think they've all moved underground. So oh, the underground <laughs> <Yeah>. bong wars. <laughs> bong wars? Yeah. <laughs> when the soldiers of the bong oh, 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 no. <laughs> need to replenish their oh you know, <laughs> their bong water oh god all right uh what is this this is gonna be a silly podcast so okay so sports music you're into it all you do everything how do you decide like this is i'm gonna go to university i'm gonna study kinesiology how do you not say i'm gonna become a musician i'm gonna become a professional uh javelin french talker <laughs> yeah how do you french yeah. talker that's one of the hard things about being multi talented how do you decide uh i think I, it was just a well i got it i have to go to university that was the message that i got right that from school i don't know about you guys but that was Sounds the message like that we are from the same economic bracket <laughs> <laughs> you have to go to university like I don't there wasn't the other options were presented but never as like viable options which in hindsight was right probably uh, could have worked right yeah. I mean there were lots of other options that probably would have been much better in the long run but that was it right like I think our parents generation were taught like if you want a good job you got to go to university and then now it's like no we've gone back well, to a place where no, not necessarily. You go to college, you could not do any of the things. Yeah. I think the important it. thing is knowing what you want to bloody well do. Well, I mean, who knows what they want to fucking do it? You know, people who succeed. That's. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I don't regret. I don't regret going to university and I took kinesiology and like I I really enjoyed it. Um and but I don't think it should have been presented as a a means to obtain a job. Right. There wasn't a. It's not a funnel for to an immediate career, right? And but you sort of have that image. Where'd yeah. you go for Ken? Why or where? Where where? 
Uh, I started, I went to Laurier for my first year, um, but then I actually came back and I went, came back home and I went to Brock for the okay, rest cool. of my degree. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I went to Western we had kin students everywhere too. Everywhere. I feel it's like kin started. Some people. <laughs> yeah. Did, did it, like, is it a relatively new discipline? I, in terms of like being a registered profession in Ontario, yes. Mm. Um, it when I graduated, that was um, the I'm not exactly sure the exact year, but it was around 2010, 2011, 2012, where they were just sort of forming the college. They were actually like grandfathering people in if they had enough experience. Right. So it's so as a college in Ontario, it's only been around since for what, some 12, 13, 14, something like that year. So it's mm-hmm. quite new as like an actual profession. I'm not really sure. Um, I think it's been a staple at like a lot of universities for a while yeah because like it, it, yeah you don't you know you go to a doctor's office for like a physio for a physio appointment or chiropractic appointment can you go for a kinesiology appointment well i think that took up everyone who did those things like well not even well let's let heather <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> i mean yeah there are definitely a lot that went into that stream i've always one of the biggest things, or at least in my opinion, that that has prevented it from really kind of gaining traction is the fact that no benefits, or at least none that I'm aware of, uh, cover kinesiology services. So a lot of times a kinesiologist, there's very few kinesiologists, again, that I am aware of that work independently, tends to be, at which, you know, you should work as part of a team. So a lot of times they'll work in, in tandem with a physiotherapist, um, like where the physio will treat and then refer to the kinesiologist and the kinesiologist will take them through um, exercises and that kind of thing. Mm. Um, but specifically, it, uh, there's a lot of kins um, that are more, or like at least in, for what I do is more f- uh, fitness, health, health promotion related um, and everyday kind of wellness and lifestyle but that there's no coverage for that. But if somebody could walk into a gym and, and say, oh, I've got X amount that I can dedicate to personal training or to nutrition services, certain things like that, it would make a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's fascinating. Huh, because, yeah. Could you, do you train to become a personal, tra- you know what I mean? Like a personal trainer, that's not a university program, you know? So it's more all-encompassing it's a, yeah. kinesiology is what you're saying. But it, but you can't get benefits to cover the cost of a kinesiologist of seeing a kinesiologist. Yeah, depend in what in the capacity in certain capacities. So like in a because and again because I I I think because our healthcare system is is focused more on um, like we're, we're reactionary, right? We're focused on illness versus we're not proactive versus well for wellness. So mm-hmm. if we were focused more, if there was more things being into preventing people from, you know, cardiovascular disease and all of these other things, I think there might be more money and interest yeah, in, in that. Then there would be less money from the pharmaceuticals. The pharmaceuticals. Big farta. <laughs> yeah, take them, take them down, Brie. Yeah. <laughs> okay all right so you get your degree from brock yes and then from there (laughs) (laughs) at the same time like are you still like while you're at uh while you're at i'll keep wanting to say college while you're at uni while you're at brock 
um do you are you doing extracurriculars are you still having that like i do a million kajillion things or are you like boom focused in on yeah how's your your recorder after <laughs> yeah I, gave, I think uh, i think uh first year was when i gave up the recorder and just <laughs> right. said you know i have to lay this down um I, I definitely was doing a lot less. Um, I had played uh, travel baseball. Um, that was like sort of my most competitive sport up Ooh, until university. For who? Uh, I played for uh, St. Catharines uh, to okay. start, and then I played for Jordan. Uh, that was sort of where we were the most uh, most competitive. Um, that would have been for about four or five years, uh, kind of in, like during high school. We actually went to the to the Canadians. Um, so are we talking baseball? Uh, baseball? uh softball windmill oh. like windmill, windmill. Fa fastball nice yeah Those, man, that's, um that's crazy shit <laughs> I, like how do i how uh how the pitchers control that <laughs> oh it's it's impressive i was not a pitcher but so <laughs> were you but, a uh, it's very pitcher or <laughs> uh, uh no <laughs> sorry. we could we could do a whole segment on uh baseball chance right the different yeah positions. i uh, tried out for the team the baseball team um at laurier and i didn't make the team oh and that was kind of the uh the last i think that was like i i sort of stopped not stop sports but like that was kind of it for for sports generally for me like or for organized sports um at the time so i was doing a lot less i was mostly just working and uh focusing on school uh, I tried to pick up, you know, going to the gym every once in a while and doing that kind of stuff. I played a little bit of uh, pickup um, or like um, hockey. Uh, what's the word for? Like beer league hockey uh, <laughs> when I was a little bit older. Um, but that was kind of it for, for in, in terms of organized sports until I found like the gym that I'm at now, which kind of renewed my sense of love for fitness and for, for all that kind of stuff. I had a similar experience. <laughs> it was a similar experience when I was uh when I went to university and there was a dance it wasn't it wasn't at Ottawa U though it was like I had to go all the way to street not streetsville that's where you live Nick Stittsville which is far away now it's just like a big suburb of Ottawa but at the time it was like Stittsville fuck that's far to participate in some like dance thing that somebody had told me about and I didn't make the team. And I was like, well, fuck it. I'm never gonna, no, I'm never gonna dance again. If this was a um, a movie, then that would be when you'd break off and dance yourself into like a new, the limelight. Yeah, a new know. limelight, like you did with yeah. Fit Collective. Tell us about Fit Collective. Fit Collective. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I started, uh, it used to be CrossFit St. Catharines, uh, so it's CrossFit style gym, and uh, similar to my uh, finding of Improv Niagara, I was Googling gyms, and um, the system works, just, everybody. Just it, it really does. <laughs> SEO. You know what, if, if you haven't heard of, about Google yet, I really suggest getting getting in there on the ground level. They are going somewhere, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> I found a gym that was close to where I was working at the time and I just decided to go and I immediately fell in love with it and I uh, wanted to commit Notice to- Notice that she fell in love with it and not fell in with it. Like, <laughs> yeah, this one, although I actually think I felt more like barfing uh, following my first, yeah, workout versus, That's fair. Working out versus improv. Yeah. It, uh, 
yeah um and yeah and then i i joined and i was a member there um that was in uh, 2016 and then i started coaching a couple years later and actually that was what made me decide to go back to school for for, for my master's so i did my master's mm. in professional kinesiology um but i kind of was like why why am i not doing this i really enjoy it i really love it so let's see what what more the kin world has to offer uh now that it's been a few years since i've been out of school and what did it offer well, it was a good experience. I really enjoyed the, uh, the masters. Um, it, uh, I did write, that's when I became registered. Um, I did write the exam. I hadn't done it previously cause I wasn't sure if it was worth it at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so went through that and did some placements and, uh, you know, met some people in the industry and in, in around the region, um, and made some good connections. And I think overall it was like a, it was a good experience. It kind of got me reacquainted with Brock as well um again at the time and uh yeah it in terms of professionally at the at the moment it hasn't didn't lead to anything necessarily um but uh, i did sort of uh get a little bit more involved uh with with fit collective and and took on a bigger role um at the time to do some more to do some of the kids program coordination and uh to coach like some more classes and stuff as well they're not just off of st paul street are they fit collective yeah no, we used to be, uh, we're on Ontario street. Um, okay. used to be, um, you're over off of Fulton's fitness, Niagara street. Fulton's fitness is what you're thinking. Oh about. yeah. Yeah. You're right. And they are closed now. I think oh. Are they actually fi- fully closed? Cause every time I go by, it seems like there's something really, I was going to say every time I go by, it looks like there's nothing. Now that I've said that though, I probably haven't been by in a while. So right. yeah, I have a huge soft, soft spot for St. Paul street. Spent many a teenage year there. <laughs> Buying coffees and uh, records and and Hawaiian shirts. There it is. There, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, where are you going with this? Like, oh yeah, okay, that's all three. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. Here's my, one of my fond earlier memories of St. Paul Street. I'm pretty sure I actually. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, it might have been not you. Might have been John Lyle. Did we see Lord of the Rings together? It was probably John Lyle. No, I went with Nick Hessler. Anyway, somebody yeah. tried to sell us acid. That was cool. Oh, that would have helped. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was a fond memory. And now my fond memories of St. Paul Street include having a smashed window. Oh, that uh, sucks. Boo. There's Is one of my stuff. No, uh, the window's coming in on the 22nd. So depending on when you're listening to this, maybe I have a new window. Yay. Hey. Yay. Uh, I snuck in one of my struggles. Okay. <laughs> So this, this could be looked at as a struggle. How does one find work as a kinesiologist or with a major in kinesiology? And I guess you did have one or you do at Fit Collective. I, I suppose, yes, I suppose. I, I, it certainly has helped me um, in that in the area. I didn't need it to get the, to, to work there um, specifically. So, but uh, it, it does, it does has for sure impacted uh, the way that I coach and, and my knowledge base um, and sort of how I approach, approach things. I, I think the biggest thing that like the best thing that overall from all of the schooling is just the ability to, it, it helps you sort of organize how your thoughts, right? And like how, how to approach problems and how to, um, think critically like about problems and, and, and think differently about the world. So I think that's like the, 
to kind of paint it with like a positive brush. That's how I look at it. I don't I think like it was time, not... time wasted. A lot of people at universities, like, what'd you learn? How to think critically. I spent four years and over $40,000, $50,000, $80,000. To learn not to make that mistake again. <laughs> that, that was my critical thinking. Next time, don't. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it, you know, it gives you a different, I don't know, it exposes you to different ways of thinking and, and how, and how to, you know, find solutions and yeah. how to, I mean, like the point of university thing. initially was not use it to get a job. It was, you know, take to time study religion study and, and become learn. a priest, not just religion, but like, no, I mean, originally yeah. <laughs> it was, it was for like how? monks and shit. Mm. I'm, okay. I think I'm thinking more like. Greekish times, maybe. I was like, go and just like learn. Ooh, I was thinking European, but okay. World, about how the world works, about philosophy, about this and that. And usually it was mm -hmm. rich people. Yes. And, and then the middle classes were, you know, more recently uh, encouraged to participate because uh, it became more of a, an institution than a, I don't know, a place to ponder life that makes sense i think with dr lawyer that kind of got it going right because that was your step that makes up sense. yeah the inventor the invention of dr lawyer i have a yeah i've trained to be a doctor lawyer <laughs> uh so what i'm saying is that you you know you don't you, you don't have to feel bad for going to university just to learn shit even if you don't end up doing that shit says the poli sci major who is not doing poli sci at the time i mean now wherever probably anyway i think that's the way we I, I think that's a good way to look at it but i think it's also the way that we have to look at it considering there's so many of us who have done that right who well, have a like degree you, and then... you went and studied english and you know you're doing english pretty hard yeah i'm i'm talking it at a professional level uh, they they were hiring people with any degree in Scotland uh, at the time where I got my gig. So, I mean, it was still a it was like a rubber stamp to get a better job. Right there. Yeah. I think over here you needed a master's to get yeah. to that my dizzy like, heights. I, went, I was in Ottawa. I was working in Ottawa, and I was like, I'm interested in working for different government things, specifically in policy. And they're like, if you want mm. any good policy jobs, you have to go get a master's. So yeah. At that point, I was like, I don't want to fucking get a master's. I know. Shit. I don't care I mean, about anything enough to yeah. study it at a master's level. Like one more year of this shit? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> exactly. I hate everybody here. I hate my teachers. I love the city. All I wanted to do was work at the movie theater, to be honest, when I was mm. in Ottawa. I was like, can I just work here forever? It pays $9 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I didn't. So yeah, late stage <laughs> capitalism is working out great for everyone. Working wonderful. I think. <laughs> right? What is that because, noise? What you... Because Heather, what have you? What have you? I mean, I don't know. Like, I know what's going on. So right now, you're not working in your field, correct? Right. Correct. Correct. But you are still working at Brock, so that's cool. Yes. Yeah, I work at, like I said, in uh, facilities. Hmm. Uh, so and I enjoy it. So that's all that matters. <laughs> right. Podcast over. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no more struggles here. Yeah, <laughs> of course, uh, in this podcast, Heather, we do talk about the balance of artistic struggles and uh, you know life balancing life and art. I don't know. Talk to us about your artistic life. What is that like? 
what are what are those goals look like oh man um i think i just the first thing i as soon as you said that i was like i just wish i had more time to like focus on doing the th- you know the the creative and the artistic things that i that i like to do so that's the that's the struggle right mm. finding the time to to do it um but i mean there's so many things that i would like to get better at and have more experience and 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 just keep doing it so i try to just say yes to everything that comes my way and then mm. hopefully uh She's a good improviser <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. The improv is strong with this one. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I say and after that yes, and then we continue on. Part one is the hardest. <laughs> the yes <and> <laughs> what are other things that you would want to explore? Um, like I'd in different areas in terms of in like um, acting, so like sketch or uh, different. I mean, I love comedy, but anything outside of that as well too I just like you know I love the feeling of like being in front of an audience and like just engaging with people in in that way so in any capacity that I can do that and get better and feel more confident than did you do like theater and stuff in school yeah um (laughs) I'm not uh in high school I did yeah um I was uh I (laughs) not sort of in the younger grades and I kind of discovered it a little bit later on. I guess I did when I was in middle school, um, was like part of the, you know, the drama class and did and really enjoyed that kind of stuff. And then, um, I took it all throughout high school and in, uh, in grade 11, I was, um, we did uh, little shop of horrors and I got to, be, I did, I was, a uh, like part of the stage crew. And then in the second half, I got to be the puppeteer for the giant, for Audrey too. For plant. So I was gonna say Seymour. That's not right. Yep. <laughs> yes, for Audrey too. So it was this like giant thing that you got inside, and you, like oh, literally like you know move the mouth and everything. And then as you'd like eat the as the characters got eaten, spoiler they'd, alert. like come and like pull, oh yeah, so sorry, and they get eaten. <laughs> as the <laughs> the plants an alien too. Oh my gosh. Oh, no. As the uh, as they get eaten, that you would like you know pull them through, and they'd like crawl out the other oh, side man, like, awesome. of, the, of the plant <laughs> so that was that was super fun and then uh and then in grade 12 um we did uh we did midsummer night's dream and i was in that but i also uh did some i did i directed it with a friend of mine um oh, so we were, the, nice. we were the student student directors and i think that's one of my favorite memories like one of my best like one of the things that i look back on super fondly so uh, anything related to to kind of leading something or directing something i would totally be down for as well i'm learning things myself in this episode (laughs) you should you guys should work on like a niagara falls shakespeare thing shakespeare at the pier they have stuff don't they don't they in the in the region i think i don't know we're so close to uh it's all shaw stuff it's just shaw. oh yeah Yeah. improvised Bernard Shaw. In fact, I think yeah. they're doing something similar. I mean, second biggest English playwright, I guess, right? <laughs> Was he? Is that his name? I don't know. Based <laughs> on what what metric? Big of biggest in Fe- Fe- festival hosting. <laughs> Festivals. Yeah. Um. It, I- I was just, I thought of a memory as we were talking about that in the, in when we did Midsummer Night's Dream. I remember very distinctly that was the first time I ever got a big laugh on stage. And, and that was like, the, oh boy, that was, that was the hook. Like That's that was just like, addicted. yeah, that was it. Heather, t- this is called a struggle pod. 
It sounds like you've got your whole life figured out here. Oh God. No, I just, I just pretend like I do. I'm good. I'm good at that. I'm really good at that. I'm, well, I'm not, I mean, I'm pretending I have action. it together. Yeah. Wait, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, what, is there anything in particular these days that are, I mean, you mentioned time. Time. It all comes down to the time. Not Has enough it? time to do. Yep. Time and money, but time is money, right? Is it? Because I think for some people, money is money. Money is keep... just money. Yeah. Some people money just is power. It. Money is power. Money is control. But you need, like, I you need I need more money. So the only thing I can get that with that, the only thing I can use is my time to get that money, right? Mm -hmm. Sell pictures of your feet. Oh yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> All right, this isn't what I wanted to get it. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> shut up, Brian. I'm writing this down. <laughs> okay. Sell pictures of feet. Yeah. Never thought, never thought of this. <laughs> Nick, you do have very fuzzy feet. I'm sure there's a market. I there'd for sure be like a big barefoot market out there. I'm sure. <laughs> Oh God! Is there like an OnlyFans or feet? Is there is there only, only feet? feet? <laughs> yeah, there's probably a subcategory on OnlyFans. Like, the... only is that feet. how it works? There's subcategories. I have no idea. Yeah, sure, Heather. I I don't. I I do not. All right, money, time, time, money, time. freedom, freedom. Yeah, because what I've been thinking a lot about it lately. Like, what if I had all of the money or like enough to not worry about? What would I be doing with it? And like, travel's huge. I want to go see shit and like not have to work. <laughs> so that it's kind of yeah, that time and freedom thing is linked to money. I've been thinking about that too. I'd love to do some more traveling, and but then I look at the people who <clears throat> kind of make it work, and I think it's just I think it's a how you kind of prioritize where that money is going right and what is important i mean eh. yeah i think the it goal is to be born into a french royal family of some description ah, a duke i want to do over <laughs> do you what would you do differently no i don't want to do over no you can't <laughs> you, you can't you can't you can't think like that well but i mean you brought yeah. it up this is revisionist Heather history here. Yeah. Oh, what would I do differently? No, I wouldn't do anything differently because, because that though every choice you make leads to the person you are today, right? right. And, and and based I, on the information that you had, you're going by the yeah. You made your best guesses, right? That's right. Mistakes are okay. Mistakes are gifts. I don't know about that. Well, that's what we say in improv. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you're allowed to be wrong. <laughs> yeah, but what did you do by being wrong? You learned something. Mm. Boom. Everyone's getting mistakes for Christmas this year. Yeah. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> this is the worst mistake I ever made. And oh, it's for you, you Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'll put a little song into it, too. Oh, there we go. Yeah, at least a dance. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh, there it is. The Heather, the people listening can't watch you. Dance. I know, but I'm fifty percent 
weird dances and movements. So That's true. As, <laughs> as somebody who performs improv with you, I can say that that is accurate. <laughs> it might even be greater than fifty percent. It might be. A, it might be like a seventy-two. Yeah. Yeah, seventy-two. Well, having big movements. Have, that's like an advantage in improv though i'm sure most people just like stand there holding their hands yeah 100%. doing this kind of stuff like it's very boring improv <laughs> oh like even that is more physical than most yeah people. that was too much right <laughs> yeah. he just did some uh, oh look and spirit fingers the elevator is here mm. you can see nick <laughs> is stretching awkwardly because of his back heather do you think you can no, I can't. stop trying to get me free physio <laughs> Uh, my recommendation would be to see a physio or a doctor, <laughs> massage therapist. I am, and all the crystals are working out great. <laughs> Good. You can charge them in the moonlight. Yeah, make sure. Uh, You've been charging them in the moonlight, Nick? Uh, no. On a full God moon. damn it. No, I've been doing crescent moon this whole yeah. time. Well, they're only waning, half charged. Waning or waxing? Waning. Uh, you gotta wax, wax right? <laughs> which which one is which? Waning is when it's going away. Yeah. Waxing is when it's correct. Appearing. Getting yeah. getting bigger. That getting makes bigger. sense. No, yeah. that doesn't make sense. Waxing, only because waning I know waning. makes sense. Waning yeah. makes sense. Wax wax must mean a different word than the word that we've come to know it as. To the internet, <laughs> Google. It. I've already done it twice today. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It. You're good. You're good. Uh, I just know waning because it sounds like it's at the end of a thing, right? Like, I think waning that, that's, like it's going away. It's like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> the way, are waning years. Yes. I yes. am a waning. Is that how you use it in the sentence? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I'm English! <laughs> yeah, what about you, Nick? You tell us. You're the English major. Yeah, yeah, you got it. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> nice. Nailed it. I turned my heat around, Bree. Can you, you can't hear that, can you? Ooh, got toasty toes. <laughs> Are you getting them ready for the OnlyFans? You're going to warm them up. Make sure you stretch before you... Uh... Oh, Heather, okay. I got to talk to you about something. Please oh, boy. past couple weeks, you've had a cold. I have. And it has been preventing you from doing some things. Doing everything. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about, like... Okay, so I think this is actually a good topic for you to discuss with us, is... Physical when health? Physical health gets in the way of life. It could be so freaking hard. And it's fucking just depressing. Like, yeah. And not just you. Sometimes it's other people in your life. Yeah, exactly. So for Nick, Nick's back is all out. It's it's way better now, Brady. Like, oh, that's good. Well, last yeah. time we talked, that was over a month ago. Right yeah. now, my mother-in-law is staying with us because she had a fall. Mm. And she is like out of commission. And like so much of my shit has been impossible to do because i gotta make sure she doesn't fall again you've been sick for like two weeks now what how do we how we don't talk about this like i feel like i'm jumping into a rant here like if you go like online and stuff and you're like goal setting being a girl boss (laughs) doing all the things that you want to do accomplishing your goals all of them are like okay put systems in place for this and that for you to accomplish what you want to do and i feel like heather i'm sure it's similar for fitness in fact i know it is because i see all the like things you guys put on the boards and i'm sure you do all the trackings of the things and the everything and it's like yeah that's how you you know like gain your increments right by consistency and stuff but when when something like this happens a physical thing it just throws i feel like it throws a wrench in and just like you feel like i can't do anything right now let's talk to that that's a struggle that mm-hmm. all of us fucking have and none of us talk about it 
I think, the, uh, I don't know if you're gonna like my answer. I think the answer is that, or you need to, you need to have done more before, right? And that's not helpful in the moment when things happen. But we always talk about thinking about fitness and health and wellness as being like a bank where you like, where you deposit. So you're making deposits by doing exercise and by eating well and by building muscle and by all of these things, right? Because at some point in your life, whether it's by a fall or, you know, a, something or, or just age related, you are going to be withdrawing from that bank, right? You're not going to be able to be at the same level of health and, and fitness. So you need to make sure that those reserves are, are there so that in the event that, you know, you do get sick or things like that, that you can ride out that time and then be able to come back. And, uh, you know, whether it's like if a cold or something like that, it's, if you are doing things consistently and are, uh, maintaining that level of, of health, a month, two months, it might feel like crap when you come back, but you're not going to lose fitness. You're not going to be less fit, right? You're not going to be less healthy. Um, so it's, it's about building that reserve like beforehand. That makes sense. I'm not saying I don't like, in my case, it's like, when you're like you have you have to do things before i'm like oh i build a ramp in my fucking <laughs> bathtub for my aging mother-in-law you know what i mean but yeah i mean to get to a point where when you do have a fall <laughs> yeah i won't deny that i'm not gonna talk about that uh but for nick for example like what did you how did you hurt your back was it golf oh no i think it was uh kind of like what Heather's intimating there. I, I technically the, the golf was like the last straw on the uh, camel's back per well, se. On your own back in this case. Yeah, on, on this humpy fella this over here. This camel's back. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just twisted it and instead of like shutting down my round, I'm just like, you know what, fuck off back pain. Play I'm just through. gonna go play through it. Um, <laughs> that was not the right one to, to call there. <laughs> so I, I think it just compounded uh, more problems but the problem leading into that was my complete like just sitting on my acidness <laughs> uh, because we're in the middle we're in the middle of covid so i'm moving even less for my job my commute is walking down my stairs to my seat uh, and my job is sitting and updating spreadsheets for nine hours so there's no physical activity that was getting done and then when you go your fingers out are in great shape I mean, carpal tunnel's a, a fun sports injury, I guess. Right. right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, when you go out and you play golf, there's a lot of like weird torque you're doing on your spinal region and there's lots of bending down to pick up balls and such. So yeah, it's just like a, it's a disaster <laughs> if you're, if you got a bad back waiting for you. And it, it got to the point where it's like, I couldn't almost walk. It was just crazy pain and things not working so i went to the doctors and started doing physio and eventually i'm able to walk again but every once in a while i feel like if i don't do my stretches for a couple of days i could feel the it's almost like an itching tightness in my lower back that i have to deal with and in my hip well why so are you my, doing your stretches because i fucking hate it it's boring <laughs> that's it man that's what we were talking about the last episode is falling in love with boring well it didn't work <laughs> you gotta make it a a routine the favorite my favorite analogy is you gotta look at that kind of stuff like brushing your teeth 
Nobody is like, man, I can't wait to oh, brush my teeth. It's the best thing in the world. Like, I love the toothpaste. And like, oh, sure nobody somebody. loves it, right? I'm sure somebody. Else. Okay, so uh, you're right. I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't paint with a, such a broad brush. But the majority of people, they've got a website for it. Only floss. Yeah. <laughs> That's another subcategory. <laughs> but. But it's not, you know, it's not the thing you look forward to the most in, in your day. Um, but it's something that you do every day because it's a healthy habit that you know you need to do. So it those things, and it takes time to build those habits into your routine. But that's yeah. exactly what you need. People always say like, well, how do you have the, you know, to people, you have the, I don't have the motivation or this. It's not about, it shouldn't be about motivation because mo- motivation wanes. wanes. <laughs> <laughs> it and I wanes. need to wax it. I gotta wax my it's motivation. Got to... You do. You gotta wax so you, motivation. <laughs> you build it into your life until it's a habit that you do because because that you just do it. You brush your teeth every morning. You do your stretches or you do your whatever it is that you're doing. I've been I've been or I just finished a book that took me forever to read even because I'm anyway whatever. That's a New Year's resolution. I want to read more books and read more. Uh, to read one book a year. Read a, one book a year. That's my, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you read more books than I did this year. Hey. So. It's called uh, it's called Atomic Habits. It's by James Clear, and it's exactly what you're saying, Heather. It's just and his thing is like here are some ways to make to make building habits easier, uh, and to make them you know, yeah, basically to make them easier and to make them stick, right? And that's one of the things is if it's not attractive, like you said, if it's not attractive to, you know, do a you know whatever brush your teeth every day, either you gotta find ways to make it easy or make it make the reward look easy or you know like you have to trick yourself basically into enjoying this stuff um but also just the building of habits so it gets to the point where you're doing it unconsciously that's when it's that's when it's at its best because you've you're not even thinking nobody's thinking like oh i guess i guess i'll brush my teeth today you know it's like it's part of your routine you do mm, it. yeah like when I, oh, before i go to bed i brush my teeth and da, 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 right so it's like putting it in your calendar to a point that it's like okay and now it's a part of the day where i do my stretches for my golf you know or my back for, for living yeah <laughs> for my living yeah uh-huh. for my golf back and i know that's like that's been something that i've had a hard time with because uh my i've been trying to do a lot of walking or at least at least, you know, whatever. I've tried to get my steps in uh, and it's finding like a consistent time when your schedule is all over the place. I can't, like, I feel like if you got the same kind of job or nine to five, you're doing the same thing every day, it's easier to build a routine where you're like, I get up, I do this, I do this, I do this. And this, is, this is just the way it is every day. And then maybe the weekend I take a break, you know, or I do something differently on the weekend. But since my time is always like, oh, th- today I've got to drive to Toronto. Today I don't have to drive to Toronto. Mm. But today I'm up super early because I have to do a webcast. But today I don't have to, you know what I mean? Because it's all over the place. Absolutely. So it's just like- and, and to what you were saying before, I mean, lots of people, like some people, <laughs> we uh, everyone's always like oh we all have the same 24 hours but it's but it's not true like some people are caregivers some people have you know uh, children and or you know some people and then there's others who are single and have only themselves to look after right like a lot of that all access to these types of things you know funds Mm -hmm. everything it's all plays into it so you know it's not to i guess i just want to like qualify my statement as being like not trying to come across as being 
in judgmental in any way because it's it's not no, i don't the think that i didn't think that was that at all but even just you know what i mean like there are things that you could do at home from the comfort of your own house that will benefit your health you know i think we all learned that during the pandemic it's like well wow just grab uh you know what i mean grab a chair and you can do all kinds of different exercises <laughs> i started doing you know? yoga for golf before all this kicked off and i think that might be another one another part of the injury as well <laughs> <laughs> i like twisted something it was like oh, oh that no. shouldn't have happened <laughs> You just start doing regular yoga before you go into the niche. It's yoga. not like it was advanced <laughs> yoga. <Marie. laughs> I think it was a warning sign of like, <laughs> yeah, I got to move. When I was working at CBC, like the nine to five, I bent over to pick a cat up, my cat up and threw my back out. So yeah, huh. I think, I think it's the like nine to five sitting at a desk kind of life that, that it's, that that's really impacting so many of us. I th yeah. threw my back out picking up, up an empty plate, so I understand <laughs> as well, too. Oh, God, bend at the knees for a plate. <laughs> <laughs> On the ground, done. Okay, well, then, Heather, talk to me. You're somebody who does a lot of things to... Wait a minute, yeah, you do physical stuff. You're somebody stuff, who, who you puts got a injured. lot of deposits into your fitness bag. <laughs> but you've been sick for two weeks. True. I, I mean... <laughs> I don't know what my point is. <laughs> I guess my point, like it it's happens to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like I guess uh, what, what you were saying is it means that when you get better, it'll be much easier for you to get back into the habit hmm. because you. Yeah, and and I ideally it's easier for you to weather the storm of whatever it is that you're True. going through. True. Does it always work that way? No. No. <laughs> Life is random. <laughs> Very so you could, but you could do things to pump up your odds a bit. Pump exactly, up your right? odds. Pump it. It's stacking You're literally odds in your, pumping in your favor. Oh, may the odds forever be in your favor, Bray. <laughs> <laughs> and also with you. <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, we've been here for a while. I feel like we've taken up a lot of your time, Heather. Do you want to leave us with some? Oh, God. Leave us a like lightning round question. Are you ready for this? I got nothing. Nick, you ready? Go for a question first. Let's God, do a lightning what? round. No. No? Do, we, no. do you want a minute to prepare? Or... Uh, -huh. <laughs> uh, what music are you listening to right now? Oh, the 1975. Oh. Okay. Wow. Brit British pop. Were they in town recently? I think they might have been in Toronto. Yeah, I think they were in Toronto. I think that's why they didn't come up on my feed. Yeah. Yeah, somebody I, I know went to see them. And they go to see so many concerts. And I'm like, I want to go to concerts, but they're so expensive now. They, oh, are they're they? Crazy expensive now. It's no. unbelievable. I yeah. saw there was like a uh, Metallica ticket somebody was posting. They were going for like six or 700 bucks like a piece. No. No. Well, that band's been around too long. But the, like the 1975, <laughs> how much would that have been? Probably like 200 bucks. I don't know, I but prob probably for, yeah. Where were they playing? Like Air Canada right. Center or whatever that's called? Scotiabank? I or... I would say yes, but mm. I don't know. I what don't if you're going saw, to like, like the Rivoli or if that's still around or, you know, like a club? I'm, I don't know. That's probably different because it's it's not like a, I don't know. At the same time, I oh shit, I was going to look. Like the Danforth Music Hall, for example, mm. it's a smaller venue. Yeah. Uh, those probably those are probably around 70 now i would say Oof. Okay. yeah right 
Like, yeah, and then you see like the ticket price, and then but then it's like all the taxes and oh, fees, all the fees and everything else oh, like, that, like add on top of it. Too, they, right? I'd like to feel like oh, we're just getting old, but it's like no, like we used to not have to pay this much for tickets, and it's yeah. a rip, now it feels like a rip off, like a like a rip off. It's like it I like, like David Cross, but I'm not gonna spend fucking two hundred bucks to see David Cross. I'm just gonna watch old episodes of Mr. Show and cry, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'll laugh. I think a lot of I was here I keep hearing like about how artists like especially I mean small to medium sort of acts that are like just can't they just can't tour like they just can't do it the costs are just so, so even with the tight ticket prices they're seeing so little of that and it's cut and everything is so expensive like just in terms of bringing people around and probably insurance and everything else that you have to consider that uh, they just like can't tour also a garbage world we live in right <laughs> sucks constant struggle if you're a smaller medium-sized band band and you want to talk to us about your struggles and give us tickets and give us free tickets to your shows we'll come on. we might come oh, and watch we'll pay you in so much exposure <laughs> that's the worst uh, that's worse than ticket master <laughs> Okay. Uh, what about what are you watching? What are you comedy watching? I what am I watching? I've I haven't really watched any. I've I have, have an option. Seen, have you seen SNL this season? Oh, I I uh, was just watching it in in clips. I did just watch a whole bunch of the clips. I didn't watch it like straight through, but of uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short. And I oh, okay. Pretty good. I there was yeah. some pretty pretty good <laughs> stuff in there. I, kinda, I liked their like, eulogies to each other. Those were funny. It's a good bit. <laughs> did you watch Only Murders in the Building? You didn't. Yeah, no, did I you? haven't watched it yet. No. It's Me good. Um, I've only watched the first season, but uh, I really like it. It's very much there. I don't know. If you like them. Okay, Heather, what's your favorite exercise move of all time? <laughs> uh, well, the snatch. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. yeah. Yeah, it is. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it really is though olympic lifting the barbell that's my favorite oh, thing to do. Okay. yeah there you go so it's, <laughs> it like it's the one i know it's the one where the barbell comes from the ground all the way up overhead oh my god i could one motion you would yeah. see my spine like unroll from behind <laughs> <laughs> make okay, a weird Heather. zipper noise <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's but that's normal, right? That's like a normal sound that you. That's hear. part of the training, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah now we all need to unzip our spines. <laughs> slowly, slowly. One zip at a time. One zip at a time. It's kind of zipper-like. You think about it. Nick's an English major. He's good at. Uh... Oh my God! Wow. <laughs> Sorry. I was gonna say analogy, but was that what I'm looking for? I'm also good at animal noises. <laughs> Nick's good at wow, that was great. That was like... oh, uh, that's it. Uh... <laughs> that's it. We're done. We're done here. Heather, where can people find you if they want to look you up? If they want to learn from you, train with you, oh my god, watch you do funny things. Uh, watch uh... you have you fixed their light bulbs in their rooms <laughs> uh that is not an option for anybody unless, unless you live uh 
Let's see them at Brock. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, otherwise, um, my, you can follow me on Instagram, Heather Iman, uh, or check out Improv Niagara's feed. I'm all over that. Uh, check out uh, Fit Collective St. Catharines as well. You'll see me in both of those uh, both of those locations and keep up with us there. Yay. Right on. Thank you, Heather. Thanks for having me. You want to say struggle on with us? I do. <laughs> I would like that very much. I would like to do that. How do I, do I say it in a certain way? You say, we'll catch up. Huh? Bye, oh. kitty! <laughs> Struggle on. Struggle on. Oh no. Bree, good episode. Great episode. Oh, great episode. Okay. Yeah, Uh, yeah, what a great episode with Heather. Um, I learned a lot. Nick, it should help you with your goal this year of incremental health. Yeah. Yes. I liked her analogy of the bank of putting things in the, like every time you do an exercise, it's like your fitness bank and that you're making deposits into your fitness bank. Indeed. Instead of always doing like withdrawals by drinking, partying, arithmetic, having fun (laughs) and other fun things. Yeah. Uh, No, but yeah. So this way, you know, when you go golfing next time, you you have, I won't fall apart for three months. Right. Yay. Hooray. Yeah, what do you think, Nick? Uh, next time we speak, will we do a, a big uh, breakdown of the year 2022, or do you just want to forget that year ever existed and move into something new, a new uh, space? I think we could just add it on to the next episode. I didn't do much creative this year, full mm. disclosure, and I think that comes across in the podcast this year. <laughs> uh, so we could just look at your – I mean, we've already just t- discussed you traveling the world to pursue your mm. commercial acting of Thundersticks. Yes, I love boomsticks. Boomsticks. Oh my gosh. Thundersticks sound pretty cool though. Okay. That'd be a Thanks, cool name for yeah. Well, I'm uh, I'm so hungry. I'm wondering like what kind of food a thunderstick would be. Bree, do you think it would be a mozzarella stick but with mm-hmm. like buffalo sauce? Yeah, something would need to have this would have to bring that thunder to it. Also, <laughs> why doesn't that exist? That sounds fucking really good. <laughs> I mean, copyright uh, yeah. causes struggle because it's going to be a struggle in the bathroom after you eat thundersticks. Hey, we're going to go pitch this to the Shark Tank. What's it called in Canada? Oh, is it Dungeons a Shark Tank? And dragons. Oh. No, it's the Dragon's Den. There it is. Oh. Why is it a Shark Tank? Whatever. Yeah. You live in a. It's because of communism, I think. We know that sharks cause more damage to our healthcare system than dragons. Yeah. Great. Well, I'm I'm looking forward. I, I'm, it sounds like you're optimistic for the new year. I'm I'm uncertain about what's going to happen. Oh, I'm just blindly well. going in with a smile, <laughs> like whatever. That, that, but that for you, that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yay. We're all gonna die at some point. Yay. We might as well write short stories. Yeah. Or edit edit the three books that you've written in the last couple of years. Yeah. There you go. All right. Do some things, everybody. Do some things. And well, I mean, if this gets whatever, happy new year. Good luck in 2023. Uh, We all need it. Peace. Struggle on. And of course, struggle on. Mm. Struggle on. (laughs) 